G'day everyone, welcome to another Two and Under podcast, the Southern Hemisphere's biggest and best podcast for all things Newcastle United. Um, big news, Craig, We're, we just thought we'd jump on for a quick little snap pod, uh, the much talked about and longed for third kit, finally been dropped, what, uh, two hours ago now? Yeah, it just about two hours, eh? Yeah, it officially dropped, so... Let's get stuck in it, mate. How do you feel about it? I think it's mint. Uh, I first seen the teaser yesterday when the club dropped the the crest uh, in what looks like a lime green or acid green type colour. But uh, nah, uh, love it. Got my order in two minutes before the order page went live somehow. <laughs> I had the page opened up ready because I knew it was going to be busy and probably crash. So I just refreshed it on, um, was it uh, 5.57 here? And it said, um, shop order now, click the link. Done, order submitted and confirmed at uh, 5.58, two minutes before right. it went live. Get it. Yeah. It's like, it's like you buy tickets for a concert, isn't it? You just quick refresh, like- refresh, refresh. <laughs> oh, shit, it's open. Quick, quick, go, 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 go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, we'll bring it up now for those who are watching on YouTube and haven't seen it. There she is. It's got a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a Tetris vibe, a bit of a Tetris Transformers vibe to it. Um. The official colours, Craig, I believe, are carbon and blazing yellow. Um, blazing yellow. Yes. So, yeah, yellow trim. I think the back is is plain carbon. No, no pattern or anything like that. And I think the numbers are going to be blazing yellow as well. We're going to be blazing up on the pitch wire and that thing, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you get a name and number? I didn't. Uh, this Queensland heat absolutely destroys any print on the back of the shirt. I've had too many ruins, so I decided against it. Uh, okay, that's fair enough. I thought you might have just been waiting to see what number Harvey was, but we'll get to uh, we'll get to Harvey in a, in a little bit. Um, so yeah, now that's it's completed. I guess this year's official kits, anyway. It's what's I think well the ninth, the ninth sort of kit that's been released from Castor in there. Sponsorship deal with us. Actually, the tenth kit though, isn't it really, Craig? After last year's um, Brighton fiasco for the warm-up top that wasn't actually um, a kit, but ended up having to wear it anyway. Yeah, this... I mean, we were just talking about that before we came on. That's probably yeah. the weakest in the lineup of uh, Castor yeah. kits. But this new one here is an absolute stunner. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to get it and see what it looks like in the flesh. Uh, if it's anything like the home kit is in terms of quality, hopefully it's uh, better than the previous ones. It uh, should be an absolute uh, mint one to walk around with and get people shouting at me, saying I'm a Saudi sports washer as I'm walking through the shopping centres. <laughs> you should probably take that thing off your head. It'd probably be a little bit more of a giveaway. <laughs> um, you might not get as much heat if you had that on. Um, what's, what we were talking about just before we actually jumped on air was in there, we'll, we'll just we'll call it nine kits, the three kits for each season. They haven't really missed, have they? I mean, no. I I I sort of said if you had to rank them in order, uh, I'd have probably last year's white one last, and I don't think that was a bad kit. So their actual design team, I guess, I think are really really good. It, it's it's that little, and I think we're not the only ones who have experienced this, Craig their sort of distribution and some people are um have bemoaned a bit of quality control and, and things like that but i think you get that with every company don't you like 
Adidas aren't perfect and Nike aren't perfect and Puma aren't perfect either. So I, I can sort of cop the the um the quality and every now and then you get a bit of a, a poor quality one. But I think generally on the whole they're pretty good. But I think their customer service and sort of keeping up with demand is what need what really needs to improve for them, doesn't it? Well, it does. I mean, their company motto is better never stops. But their production line certainly does come 5 p.m. when everyone clocks off and goes home <laughs> because there's no kits for anyone to buy. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that's one thing that needs to improve. They just need to manufacture more kits. I know manufacturing more kits could lead to further quality control issues if um, they're just mass producing them out at such a rate, which you can kind of expect. But, you know, supply and demand is something that, is only going to get bigger and better for the club. So they do need to iron out these kinks before Newcastle United are an even bigger global brand than what they are now. And that's only just mm. a few years away, the way we are growing at a rapid rate right now. Yeah, and like, I... I This probably might be in the minority here, and a lot, and a lot of people have been clamouring for Adidas to come back, or, or Nike as well. But if, if Castor can obviously pay the same amount of money as, as what them companies do and get their distribution stuff in line with what them companies do. I'd be more than happy to stick with them once their current deal runs out. Um, obviously, the money's probably the biggest one as long as they stump up the cash in line with what sort of other suppliers will do. I, I'd be more than happy to keep them. I think their designs have been absolutely first class. And even when you see some of the other kits from Adidas and Nike this season, they're... Some of them are like, ooh, like a few head scratches, and I don't know if I'd wear that one out. Like, I think um, that Juventus home kit comes to mind. Perfect. Green and white Man United kit is. Oh God. Well, like, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm more than happy for these, like, to keep wearing these ones around because they look yeah. like ace. One thing I do like about uh, Castor as well is, unlike Puma and previous designs that we've had, it's not just a copy and paste, but change the colours. It's yeah. bespoke design for us, which is yeah. good. Because um, so many times when we had uh, some of the Puma kits, you'd see all the other teams uh, or clubs around the world who wore Puma shirts as well, and they were exactly the same, just different colours. And it, mm. was, it was quite annoying. It just showed that they didn't put any thought or effort into making the design or anything at all. But Castor seem to do that type. And they've done it very well, as you mentioned. Like, I don't think they've had a bad kit since. I mean, the first one they've done with the Giant number four on the front of the game, you mentioned that before we came on air. I think that was something that should have been picked out before it went in production. Just have the buttons the same colour as what the stripe was, and that prevented that from happening. But uh, nah, you're absolutely right. They've done a bad kit, and this is certainly up now with the best they've done. Mm. Yeah, I love, even I know some people are funny once with the green kit, how yeah, they're all different designs. I, I don't know, like that's just funny. I don't know why it's funny for me, but I just thought it was funny that every top's different. It's bonkers when you think about it, though, because yeah. <laughs> how, how is that even possible? Every single one is effectively going to be unique, or there's like, I don't know, maybe 10 of the same designs and they all just look different. I, I don't maybe know. It, it bonkers. Maybe that was why they had distribution issues with the home kit because they were too busy doing bloody five of each design for the green <laughs> ones, so they couldn't. They had a bit of a hold up in um, in supply and stuff like that. But yeah, anyone who loves it, it's it's definitely available now in the club store. Craig's bought it. We'll probably 
get a review from Craig in, I don't know, six weeks or whatever when it actually lands on your doorstep. But get it for Christmas. Yeah, I, yeah and I, I don't know. Everyone speaks about it. I love how the actual sponsors, the logos, are all colour-coordinated with our kits as well. I think that's that's a really, really nice touch. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, that's it. It's, yeah, like I said, it's available in the club shop. Haven't seen the keeper, the third keeper kit yet, though. I don't think that was available yet. Um, there was there was talk, Craig, there was a bit of murmurings on social media that upon the release, it, there might be a certain player that's yeah. in the new third kit. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't to be. It, it was released along the same lines of, of what the home kit and the um, the green kit was with the existing players already modelling it. Um, but, I mean, it's 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 probably a matter of, I'm not sure if it would be hours or, I don't think it would be days now. It would be today or tomorrow, I would imagine, that Harvey Barnes is officially announced as a Newcastle United player. Um, he's, he's had pictures with, I've seen a little girl, out the front of the training ground, going right. in, which and driving his own car, which was good to see. He's not in one of the big black uh, vans with the tinted windows that you can't see nothing in and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He's probably just driven up himself. A really, I guess, a good time with all the focus on the team being over in America for their preseason tour and all the content that keeps coming out on that. I guess the training ground is probably going to be a little bit quiet at the moment, so a good time for him just to slip in hoping away from the cameras, but unfortunately there was a little girl there with her parents, I guess, waiting to get that photo, which for for his um his sake it was nice of him to happily oblige to take that photo. Yeah, as absolutely. Well. Um and then there was uh, another photo circulating, I guess, from maybe a pigeon on the Gallagate roof that looked like <laughs> he was at the ground somewhere. So um yeah, you happy are you expecting this to be announced in the next day or two? I think uh, they'll announce it once he's got all the media duties and interviews done uh, stateside. There's that bloke who asks the most pointless questions is over there with him now. <laughs> um, he's the worst interviewer in the world, isn't he? He really is. Um, I'd be but, uh, worst, they, they'll, they'll get all those interviews out of the way. Then they'll do uh, the official slow-mo reveal of him wearing the new shirt or whatever it's going to be. And yeah. uh, there'll be a, a shitload of content regarding him. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I reckon it wouldn't surprise me if he's already on his way to the States now, uh, along with Big Joe, who's had his visa refused, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. He must have said he'll go and buy a gun at Walmart when he gets over there as a a smoother, just to get him over the line. But um, So, yeah, we are expecting uh, Harvey Barnes to be announced in, yeah, whether it's today or tomorrow, but definitely sometime over the weekend. Uh, I believe, yeah, all formalities have been signed and things like that. It's just a matter of them, I guess compiling and composing the the videos which are the most important thing now when a player signs so yeah once once the media department have got all that sorted i think he'll be officially unveiled as a newcastle player um and i think we, yeah, we've spoke at length haven't we about harvey barnes and and the maxi kind of um replacement i guess but yeah i think those who are, are not against it I guess there are some people against it, aren't they? But it's like if you – I did say something on Twitter before. Over the last four years, if you add up all the – or not, if you sort of done a tale, a tally of all the Newcastle 
players goals, he'd actually be second on that table behind Callum Wilson. So yeah. Yeah. The guy scores goals. And that's that's what we need. Yep. Goals win matches, step overs don't. Yeah. Pretty simple. But I think it, it sort of reminded me last year, the, the pod we done with the uh, uh bloody forgot his name, the guy from uh TIFO football re- with regards to stepping stone players. Yes. And that's it, yeah, Seb, yeah. That was the first thing to come to mind. He he's a really, really good stepping stone player for us. I mean, he's he's in his prime now. He ticks a box of Champions League experience, which mm-hmm. I, I definitely was um calling out for at the end of last season that some of our signings hopefully have had Champions League experience, just you know, just a bit more calm and control on the pitch during them nights, because we all know that the home games are going to be absolutely helter-skelter. So, I mean, on, on the pitch, you're going to have Trippier, um, well, Tonali's got Champions League experience. Uh, well, who else was there? Uh, Bob, did Botman play in the Champions League yet? Uh, I think he has, yeah. I could, he played against and Chelsea last season. Bruno? Uh, Bruno, I think he may have played the odd qualifier, but I don't think he played in the actual competition. Not sure, yeah. though. But even even just players with big game experience as well, like Bruno said some massive games for Brazil in the World Cup and things like that, and just guys you aren't going to get um, maybe overawed by the occasion. Because, yeah, it, it's going to be, I think, the first home game in the Champions League will rival the League Cup final in terms of excitement and, and atmosphere and things like that. And it's going to be really hard to keep control, I guess, of your emotions and not get swept away in the atmosphere and the occasion. And you're going to mm-hmm. need a few just cool heads out there, you know what I mean, just to try and keep control of the game and reinforce and reiterate the game plans and the tactics and the structures and things like that. And I think with Tenali's demeanour, he looks like he'd be perfect for that, you know what I mean? Like nothing seems I. to nothing seems to rattle him or phase him at all. He's the most stone-faced bloke you probably ever see. He's probably he's probably got a heart of gold, but he, yeah, he's just nothing seems to bother him at all. So he could be perfect for them future Fingers champions. Yeah, um, just one more thing we want to cross off as well, Craig. It, it sort of it sort of bro, it come earlier, maybe I don't know, two or three weeks ago. I think the Livermento talk kicked off, yep. and then it went really quiet all of a sudden. And then definitely over the last twenty four hours, it's really really um it's picked up some speed and, and traction and things like that. I'm not sure if that's got to do with the ASM sale and the funds being available now where he was always a target, but they just needed to generate a little bit of money to pull the trigger on the deal. Um, oh, we aren't claiming to be in the know or anything like that, but we have been told a medical is booked for today or tomorrow for Liveramento. Um, the fee is around £22 million up front with add-ons that could stretch it out to 30 million. So um, we don't normally share information, do we, Craig? But no, we, we don't. We, we have been lucky enough to have a pretty reliable source who's been pretty good with a lot of things, just that yeah. we've spoken about privately in the group chat. Uh, and like I said, we, we don't want to be one of them in the know pages or accounts or anything like that. We want our stuff to be solid. So um, we've been given permission, I guess, that we can 
say this is heading in the right direction and by all reports and all the information that we've been given it it should be tied up within a few days as well it's exciting news because the transfer window went up at still for obviously because uh, it seems to be in ages ago since tonali was announced and pretty much every third fan on uh, twitter is like where's the next signing coming from oh great we'll pause and reflect, Craig, remember exactly yeah i mean every single one of us on the pod is always a case of trust the process because yeah. it will happen and it is happening and people can as mark uh, said i think it was in january can calm the tits um this deal will go through for uh both bonds and Liberamento. and will other players follow probably but to get these two both in on the weekend it's just going to put that uh good by feel back there back into social media across the club and it just means we've got more squad depth as well, doesn't it? Because he looks a yeah. cracking player. I didn't even realise he was English till a few weeks ago, to be honest. Not that like Keanu ever meant, though. No, <laughs> he certainly doesn't sound English, that's for sure. But um, he should help with the uh, uh, underage quarter for uh, the Champions League, I'd imagine, as well. Because he's only 20 yeah. years old. So, yeah. a perfect signing. And that all-important um, depth, we see, we've spoken about it right back as well. Uh, there was talk about Harrison Ashby going out on loan now. I mean, if, if Livermento comes in, I think um, Ashby going out on loan is probably a done deal. There was a few murmurings as well about uh, Carl Darlow potentially going to Bournemouth. Yeah. So that that could be a good deal. That would probably – I'm not I'm not sure if that would mean Dubravka would stay because we do have, like, Carrius and Gillespie still on the book. So – I don't know if you need four, and and so I'd be more than happy for Dubravka to stay. In my opinion, if he's happy to stay mm-hmm. and and do that, he's going to get Champions League opportunity, and I think there will be more opportunity now for him this year with the extra games we're playing and and stuff like that. So I'd be happy for him to stay if that means Darlo Darlo leaves. That's fine, but um, yeah, Livramento is a big one. I think yeah, Ashby could go out alone, and they'd probably keep Emil Kraft, I'd say, and and sell. Javier Manquillo, maybe. I think I read back to Spain was what, what yeah. the talk was. So and What what I remember is they're going to get a free transfer, effectively, just to get them off the wage books. So we're yeah. not even going to get a fee for them, which yeah. I'm, I am actually yeah. kind of against. <laughs> even if it's half a you million quid, it. something like that. Why, why are we giving players away? Even at £250,000, uh, it's something which is better than nothing. It pays for a little bit of something, you know. You know, in this day and age, you get nothing for free. So nothing why are we nothing. giving players away? You know, at least get something for them. I know a lot of clubs in uh, Spain, Italy, wherever, they're a bit hard up for cash. But 250k, 500,000 euros shouldn't be anything for a top-level football club in any one of the top five, six leagues. You wouldn't have thought so anyway. No. But, yeah, it's all to do, I think, the wages are the killer, though. I don't, I don't think... Obviously, the Premier League's got the highest wages, apart from Saudi Arabia now, but <laughs> in other... in with, with regards to all the European teams, I think the Premier League, on a whole, pay the highest wages. Like, I don't think Barcelona, Real Madrid, obviously, yeah. are massive wages. But the next tier down, I don't think their wage bills are that high. So I think part of it is, look, you can cop all... The, we're not paying any of his wages, but we'll do you a solid and not cop the transfer fee because I think by the by the accounting and, and some of what Dan Ashworth says they do need to get that wage bill down but that that's a key 
key priority of the club now. I think the only way to get that down is to just not offer transfer fees and just so you can use your transfer fee to tip into his wages because we're not paying them. So I think that's that's the way it's going to go. But um, that'll just spare to us, mate. It's going to be a real hectic weekend, I reckon, on the Newcastle United front. I think our first game might be Monday morning in Australia in the, uh, the UK. What is it? The, uh, the US Summer Tour or the Summer Series or yep. Super Summer Series, whatever whatever it's called. So our first friendly is there. Hopefully Harvey Barnes might be <laughs> formally announced to the masses of Newcastle United fans in the United States. He might be the big heroes welcome. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. Check your socials over the weekend. There's going to be plenty happening on a Newcastle United front. I think it's all going to be positive by the sound of it. Obviously, if you're an ASM fan, it might be a little bit hmm. of a sad weekend for you. But trust me, for the greater good, it's it's going to be a good thing for us and a good thing for the club going forward. So um, thanks for jumping on, Craig, for this uh, this snap pod. Yeah, no keep worries. your eyes tuned. Give us a like. I should have said this at the start anyway, but make sure you like our video. Give us a comment what you think of the third kit as well um yeah leave a review on your podcast providers everything helps us trying to grow the channel so <clears throat> tell your friends and family jump on their accounts and like our videos and stuff as well we're gonna have a i think we're gonna have a giveaway shortly too aren't we craig or is i we should are. have said that we are yeah okay i'm, I'm no, okay so to say that. spoiler alert um yes. basically <laughs> we are in the process of organizing a shirt giveaway um, so basically one of the new kits for this season, uh, we will be giving one of those away to our, um, YouTube subscribers, uh, or more deal, more details will be announced probably in the next pod. So again, um, hit that notification bell. So when that one does go live, you'll be notified so you can stay on top of when we do announce this competition. It's really good one. Uh, basically it's going to be any one of the new, uh, home away or third kits with your choice of name and number on the back. But again, more details will be announced on the next podcast for that one. See, that's it. Pays to stick around to the end of the videos because you never know what surprises you'll get at the end of them. So, exactly. Yes. Thanks for your time, Craig. Uh, thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, do yourself a favor. Go out and purchase and uh, pre-order. No, you don't have to pre-order. You can go and buy it right now. Go and buy it right, right now from the club shop. Or if you skimp for cash, you can <clears throat> go to DHgate. But um, <laughs> you can get your shirt now. Go and get it. It looks mint. Um, we'll see you all in a few days with a bit of a news roundup. We'll cover off everything that's going to happen over the weekend. Like I said, it's going to be a huge weekend, I feel, at the club in terms of transfers. Our first uh, American game as well on Monday morning, so stay tuned for that. Craig, thank you again, my friend, for jumping on. No worries, mate. Anytime. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next time.